Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast, where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. The Fairweather Podcast is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Hey! Hello. We're talking to a can. Yes. Can face. Can face. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Oh shoot. Mine's in the fridge. No. Uh oh. Better go it's better go scoot off. We'll pretend that you're still here. Chris, that is a lovely yellow shirt you're wearing. Hey, thank you so much. It was the closest <laughs> thing I could find. <laughs> yeah, today cool. was today was Kit. Wear your not Kit. Wear your favorite sports jersey, and then I was like, "Dang it, I forgot to buy uh, the loyal select kit so I can wear a loyal kit to work." So I just rocked the uh, the t shirt they passed out on Sunday. Nice. Like I figured I was gonna have to wear it, so like at the game I turned it inside out just in case I dropped it, it wouldn't get dirty. Like I could keep it clean the whole game because no. I, nice. Me and White do not mix. We've been over this many times. Yes. Me and White shirts do not mix. Because <laughs> you're going to have barbecue sauce on your shirt. Right? I'd be like, Arm, and like, yeah. Ketchup would fall all over the place. Barbecue sauce. Like, whatever it is, it's going to end up on my shirt. Uh, Marissa, what are you drinking? Uh, today I am drinking the Old Smoky Moonshine Blackberry Lemonade Moonshine Cocktail. It Ooh, is cocktail. Um, eighteen proof, no sixteen proof. Oh, nine uh, percent wow. alcohol. So yeah, that's um, that's a that's a Fun. beverage right there. That's a beverage. Sometimes you're in the south, you got to have that shine. Uh, I am having um, cross podcast promotion is the unnamed soccer podcast with uh, the uh, three punk ales Golsh. Uh, this can was graciously handed to me by one Jordan Carruth. Uh, so I figured Thanks. I will. I was going to have it that after, uh, evening when I got home from the match because it was a warm one and I was ready for a beverage. Uh, but I mm -hmm. thought I would save it for the uh, podcast and enjoy it on the podcast. It is a very good Kolsch and it is super hot. So it is delicious. Well Cheers. done. Thanks, Jordan. And uh, Chris is currently rummaging through his uh, refrigerator. Uh, and we'll be, we'll be back shortly. Um, I was going to say, uh, change this avatar. I don't know about this Dodger loving avatar he has. Or I mean, we, we, ex we accept him for who he is, his faults yes. and all, uh, with <laughs> being a Dodger fan, nonetheless. Um, you know, Hey, whatever <laughs> to each their own I didn't grow up in San Diego. So I'm not. They're, that's what confuses me sometimes when there's like San Diego people like who grew up in San Diego who are Dodger fans. I get like if you tra or you're a transplant from like LA, you chose the better city yeah. and moved down here and want to keep your sport allegiances. I, I can understand that. But the San Diego uh, born and raised and supporting Los Angeles never. It just always confused me. But like I said, you know, people are complex individuals and, you know. <laughs> You know, whatever it, it happens. So, uh, Chris, what did you go grab? I'm drinking the uh, La Cumbre Full Nelson. All right, that sounds like a wrestling reference. Deepa, double Indian, hello. Nice. 
Look at that. Pow. Arg. 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 Yes. That's how that's how I feel someday. Just arg. Like it's like uh what was that Charlie Brown? Arg. That sounded uh, like a aggressive can opening. Chris is ready to go. How's everyone? How's every, how's how's everyone's week? Marissa, how was your week? Oh, it's Tuesday. Um, my <laughs> week. Uh, it's been Sounds a long week. Right. If I just uh, consider yesterday and today, I am working with a client that is launching his book, so it's very. Um, more, more stuff to do this week already, and it's only Tuesday. So, um, but since we last talked, uh, had a really good weekend, and just nice. it's been raining, so just kind of uh, not doing much craziness. Rain. And that's, yeah, that's new. <laughs> hey, y'all need some rain out there. There's droughts and stuff. We you know? we do we do <laughs> right. Uh, Chris, how was your week, man? Man, it was it was good, really good week. Um, let's see the the things on the on the top. You know, uh, got pretty far into Ted Lasso. Started a Lasso Cast pod yesterday. Listening All to right. four episodes. Was interacting with them on Twitter. Um, oh yes. nice. Which is real good. And then uh, I posed the question if I should just start over because I know I'm getting close to the point where everyone else is at. And I pretty much watched the full, you know, thing in 10 days, but everyone said, keep going. So uh, I'm on episode six of season two and, uh, all right. All right. You know, coming along nicely. And, uh, see, lastly, I like pillaged through a box of baseball cards last night because there's a silver ticket potentially in the other one that I opened, (gasps) but I, didn't open actually, and uh, and I was on eBay last night, and some folks are selling their silver tickets for like twenty five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and some have completed at like five and eight thousand dollars as of like last week, and so there are only fifty of these tickets made, and uh, you could take like a plus one and all that to like tops 70, 70th anniversary, but I was like, dude. If I have a silver ticket, I'm putting it online for $10,000. I'm going to put a couple on the car and then put the rest in savings. You know, spend 1000 too. But Nice. But that's what I would do. So I pillaged through a pack last night, not even tripping if I saw an autograph card or anything else. I was just looking for that silver ticket. Didn't find it. I was like, okay, well, I got the other box tonight because the winners got a RSVP to that event on the 1st of October. So I felt like all right, all I was right. doing a, you know, doing some due diligence for the person. I <laughs> <laughs> otherwise would have just been putting it back on eBay to sell it for a hundred dollars. So would you, would, would you start singing uh, Charlie in the chocolate factory? If I, if, I have, <laughs> if I have a silver ticket in there, like I'm literally going to list that thing for $10,000 and take 8,000. All right, all right. You heard it her first. If you want that silver ticket that Chris pulls, just drop him uh, ten G's, and there you go. You'll have your very own, previously worn silver ticket from Chris. Yeah, so, seriously. Uh, like you can take your plus one and go get all the cool swag from Dops you want to get. And uh, at the end, the surviving person, because all the rest of them will die in some Tops-related accident, will inherit the uh, 
pops facility where they will take over uh, card creation. Um, maybe I don't know. I haven't read the fine print. So. I mean, I mean, sad, sad thing is that they'll go there to the tops place and they'll get stuff that's probably worth more than ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like one of those like uh, pay a little bit less up front and then you can get it back on the back end. Hey, I'm sharing but, wealth. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm sure when uh, we get to the end, uh, we will talk about a article that you were quoted a bunch of times in and, and celebrate that. Um, but uh, let's get right into it. I mean, we got a lot to talk about today. So uh, let's talk about Josh Yarrow, man of the match, yeah. team of the week, um, finally getting the recognition that he deserves. Um, and yeah, uh, Marissa, what are our thoughts about uh Josh Yarrow's performance this past week and getting some love for him finally. Yeah, you know, um, that's one of those um, accolades of being named to team of the week that um, was pretty obvious. You know how we talked about that last week of like, oh, we'll just randomly pick someone. Um, So pretty happy for Josh, um, King Josh, as he's referred to. Um, I think we'll have to figure out where that comes from. I don't know if you know anything, uh, Alan or Chris, but um, yeah, I'm Carson super excited might. for him. Hmm? Pardon? Our guest Carson might know why he's called. King oh Josh. yeah. Do we have a Carson Yaro knows everything? Uh, we don't, and this I think this is this is the thing with Josh Yarrow is the the people who are paying attention to San Diego like you know he's the business but he's not like flashy he's not out there like mm-hmm. like scoring bangers all the time he's a guy who takes care of business like the way he the way he ran on saturday or on sunday was like damn like he he shut people down like there was no doubt that he was like going to get man of the match for sure after scoring that goal mm-hmm. uh and chris uh, you can comment on this if you want. Uh, there are, again, I scrolled through. There are two people on the team of the week who did not score a goal, one of them being the goalkeeper. And the other one uh, was a guy who drew a penalty that allowed Los Dos, uh, that Jonathan Perez allowed Los Dos to win against Oakland. So it directly led to the game-winning goal. So apparently, I guess the... the no, yeah, this time it was because they played the same amount of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's basically like, hey, if you score a goal and you're a defender, you're gonna get on the team of the week. Uh, interestingly enough, the team of the week is a fourth or three four three, which I thought was interesting because that's kind of how Loyal set up to play a little bit. Uh, it seems to be a very popular combo, but maybe it was just because there's a bunch of midfielders who had good games and they couldn't find a defender who scored or more than three defenders who scored a goal. Uh, but but Chris uh, Josh Yarrow. Uh, deserving a team of the week, obviously, but uh, will we see his name pop back up again? Oh, for uh, for for man of the for another team of the week at some oh. point. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, look at this point right now. It's like the team is in second place in the Pacific. You know, you're you're bound to see more uh, team of the week type performances uh, from him. You know, so. I mean, I think that it's kind of hand-in-hand with the results. So then we'll figure out why he's called King Josh by then. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to ask him. He's he's always been super open and super nice with his time. Uh, he went to a beach cleanup and was, like, talking to people. 
uh, and just a quality human being. So it's nice to finally see him get some love. Um, and uh, doing it, also scoring goals. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, but Josh Yarrow, maybe the uh, what we hoped Joe Greenspan would have been. Uh, we finally get with Josh Yarrow. I know he had a little hiccup. Uh, and Landon Donovan talked about that at the end of or after the match. Uh, if you watch the postgame match, uh, my question was about Josh Yarrow. And he was like, yeah, he's uh, he's not flying under the radar here. We know him very well. Uh, outside of that first week against Phoenix, he has been just absolutely rock solid. Um, and he's had a lot of moving parts around him. Stoney was out for a bit. Colin Martin's been out. Uh, and he's been one of those few bright spots all the way through um, just playing really well. He got some kudos from some Phoenix fans a while ago as well for playing really well. Uh, are we surprised that it took this long, Chris, to get Josh Yarrow on that team of the week? Um, no, given the facts, just how their season's been going. I mean, I think that, you know, all things kind of kind of fall in line. But, you know, along with how to get people on the team of the week, you know, maybe it's just a little clear now. It's just a little clear now. uh you know, how to get folks on the criteria is, is seemingly clearing up, we'll say. It looks like your cat wants to, to chime in about Josh Yarrow, too. He's like, yo, we're talking about Josh Yarrow? I'm here for that. <laughs> He's like, uh, meow, meow, Yarrow. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, Marissa, directly into the camera. Well done, you did. <laughs> Marissa, uh, Josh Yarrow, the most consistent performer on our team? Sorry, I was watching the cat. Yes. As Chris, as Chris gets mauled by his pet. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you say most consistent? Most consistent performer on the team. Uh, wow. Mm. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, I, I'm, the other name that comes to mind is Charlie Adams. Um, but he's always been there, right? So... Um, yeah, I think uh, reading the stats uh, about Josh Yarrow, Josh Yarrow um, I think when we, um, like we have Stoneman, right, and he always ends up getting a yellow card, so just his name pops up more in terms of like fans, whether they're new fans or whatever, they, they just, you just can't think about someone who isn't as flashy, like you said, so, um, you know, seems like everyone in the team is really proud of this accomplishment and all of the team uh his teammates like shouting him out like well deserved well deserved and all of that i think uh it shows how he is an integral part of loyal especially the back line and probably a lot for you know austin so um yeah it's good i'm glad that he gets to shine in his uh all his glory <laughs> the king josh Yarrow. yeah well deserved. it was like it was one of the things like when toomey was should have been getting some some love and wasn't quite breaking through because mm -hmm. someone else maybe had a little bit better game for him to finally get some recognition is great uh for someone right. like yarrow who's i think people around the league kind of know who he is but for him to kind of really throw it down and take the mantle uh, kind of shoring up that back line. Um, I, I think just speaks to his his playing ability, but also uh, how well he works with his teammates. Like Elijah Martin has said nothing but great things about him as well. Um, so we've spent um, 
maybe not enough time spreading Josh Yarrow love, but um, we're going to move on to the USL today uh, put out by the numbers projecting the championship playoff field with a quarter of the season remaining. Uh, scrolling through here into the Pacific Division, obviously Phoenix Rising current playoff odds are greater than 99%. Uh, I think it's like, I think if they get a draw in their last remaining matches, they will still win the division, I think. Uh, but for sure, making the playoffs. Uh, and then um, the biggest jump between mid-season playoffs and current playoff odds are your San Diego Loyal with a 15% increase from 82 to 97% chance it will make the playoffs. Uh, we'll come back to whether we think that's accurate or not. Some other ones of note, Orange County is at 90%. Tacoma's at 48%. Uh, Oakland Roots is at uh, is at 16%. They're in sixth place as far as, uh, but they're heading in the right direction. They're plus 13 from their midseason odds of 3%. And Sacramento's dipped from 57 to 36. So USL by the numbers, looking at how things are going to run in, it looks like the top four will most likely be San Diego, uh, Orange County, and Tacoma with Phoenix. Um Marissa, do we think 97% is uh, sounds good, uh, right on the money, or do we think maybe that's uh, a little high compared to Orange County's 90%? Um, I mean, uh, these predictors, they're I don't know if they're like bad karma or not, um, because we all know what happened to that other San Diego team with their predictor. Um yeah, I think it remains to be seen. Uh, I think a lot of the questions that we had in terms of closing out games and not like, you know, I, got, I think we talked about a couple episodes ago where they're just like sitting back, hoping, you know, parking the bus and hoping that the other team didn't score and then they got lucky. Um, so it seems a little aggressive, I think, with the odds. I mean, the odds are the odds, right? But um yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's remained to be seen. I I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Glenn said it. He said this is like our best of our season, our high of our season right now, high point of a season so far. So, I mean, I feel good. I didn't feel um, watching that, that there was any like major glaring problems with Loyal. And I hadn't seen that in a while where – Ooh, we, we edged out a win, you know? So, yeah, that's what I uh, think. Chris, Sacramento and Tacoma are kind of, and Oakland are kind of looking at, especially with Tacoma dropping off as late. Uh, who do you think sneaks into that fourth spot? Do you think Tacoma holds on, or do you think Sacramento or Oakland can put a good run together and, and pop into that fourth spot? I think Oakland sneaks in. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah. That's not I a think bad Oakland shot. sneaks in. They can play El Paso. <laughs> they can be the Pacific sacrificial lamb. Uh, I, you know, Tacoma. Tacoma is one of those that started out the season kind of hot, and they've been, um, you know, up and down a little bit. Oakland's been riding that wave, although um, they had a chance to really put a marker down and didn't get it done against uh, Los Dos. Um, but I think kind of looking at the schedules, if you're going to look at that second place, I think the difference between Orange County and San Diego right now is Orange County's next three games are um, Oakland, then Las Vegas, then L.A. 
And Orange County's next four games are Oakland, Phoenix, Tacoma on the road. Or to, to, Tacoma's at home. So at home to Oakland, at home to Phoenix, Tacoma on the road, at home to Phoenix. And I think that's where that, that big gap is going to come from. Um, and that's the benefit of playing Oakland so, or Phoenix so early is now Orange County's having to go through that gauntlet. And I think that's the difference between second and third place in the division is how well Orange County can do against Phoenix. True. Um, and then looking at Oakland, um, Oakland plays us and then uh, OC. Like, I think those two games are important for them. And we'll talk about that a little bit at the end. And then Tacoma has Sacramento and Phoenix Wednesday, Saturday. So by next Saturday, we could see a Pacific division that, sh- that sees uh, Tacoma drop a bunch of points, Oakland drop a bunch of points, and then it's a pretty clear playoff picture. Um, Don't sleep on Oakland, man. I've been told that. I'm not sold on them yet. I'd like to see what they do um, this weekend with San Diego and Oakland. Uh, or San Diego and Orange County. I'd like to see how this next week goes. Because, um, yeah, they they beat up on teams that they should beat if they want to be a playoff team. I'll just put it that way. Um, Carson in Vegas here, wondering if the lights are going to make the playoff push. I'll hang up and listen. I think Las Vegas has already hung up and listened. Um, but we'll get into them in, in, in a second. Um because we'll, we'll be talking about that. Vegas Did the one. lights go out already? Yeah, they've been, uh. they've, been, they've, been real, they've been real rough. They have a less than 1% chance of making the playoffs according to the uh, USL. But, I mean, I think what, what it feels good about San Diego is their quarter season playoff odds had them at 69%. Wink. Um, and now they're nice. at 97 Yeah. Uh, it, Tacoma. It may, maybe the uh, maybe LAFC will loan – Mitchie and Galena <laughs> down to the lights. Down to the lights. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can loan a loanee, right? I don't know if that's, but I mean, they might try, <laughs> which is interesting because that's going to mix up the mountain division for sure. That's going to change some stuff there. Oh, so, something to keep an eye on. Um, breaking news. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on from playoff potential because you still have to play and win games. Uh, the team played and won a game against Tacoma. Like, holy cow. We haven't done that in forever. Uh, 1-0 victory. Obviously, we talked about Josh Yarrow getting the goal. Uh, Guido had some good looks and some unfortunate bounces that didn't come off. Um, Marissa, what were your initial thoughts of the game against Tacoma? Um... Well, I got to watch the whole match, which was really cool. I hadn't done that in a while. Um, timing, also r- raining, you know, so that was really nice. Just one, interact with people on Twitter at the same time that the match was going on was really nice. Um, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I, I wasn't upset. I think you're right about um, maybe the Guido or... I can't remember who it was, but it was like we maybe had another chance, but um, I wasn't frustrated. I felt like there was control the whole time as opposed to other um, matches versus Tacoma where I feel like that's not the case. Um, so, yeah, I felt good about it. And obviously the early, early-ish goal was beneficial. 
Yeah, that's what freaked me out. 31 minutes in, and then you hold on for a one nil victory. It's like <laughs> that's not something that ever happens. Like the last one nil victory was Oakland, mm-hmm. and before that, it was last season. Like one nil <laughs> is not something San Diego does well, especially scoring a goal early and then hanging on. Mm-hmm. Uh and we all said it was going to be like 2-1, right? So I was like, all right, like we're going to score more goals. There's going to be two more goals scored. <laughs> yeah, what did you I mean, say, Chris? <laughs> don't, don't call me Marissa. <laughs> oh, right. We all said 2-1 and we were all wrong. So, uh, Chris, there was a little bit of debate about whether this Josh Yarrow goal was going to be changed to an own goal. Uh, I believe on the broadcast, he even says it was changed, and there was uh, there's some confusion. I think uh, uh, Sean's Statman Sean was like, I think they're going to change it, and then uh, that was misconstrued to mean they changed it, and the league was like, we haven't changed it. Uh, Chris, Josh Yarrow's goal, good goal of his own or own goal that might be changed at some point? Oof. Man, I think we need to. I feel like we need to put the re the replay up now. I wish we could, but uh, just see the highlight, just to see it. But um, but I'll just say because I I love when you look deeper into it. I don't know, man. I think it could have been one of his own. I mean, you know, it's a tight space in there. If he doesn't. If he doesn't head that goal, there is no goal. So, like, I get that it bounced off someone else, but if he doesn't touch it at all, it doesn't happen. So, it's an assist off the other player. Ooh. And I, yeah. I, I think the other issue is it's really hard to tell the angle in which it bounces off Josh Yarrow's head to see if it's going on frame or not. And, but because it's so fast, it's like headed toward the guy and it bounces off and in. Like, it's really, I mean, how do you make that determination? Like, oh, it was definitely going wide. Oh, and it, I mean, it in some angles, it looks like it's going wide, just but mm-hmm. you have to remember how TV works at that angle when it's pointing down to that far corner. Is things like the Colin Martin shot that when you look at that replay, it looks like it's going wide, and then you look at another angle, you're like, no, that's tucking into that corner. Like, if that goalie doesn't get a touch on it, that's a Colin Martin goal for sure, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been great. I would have lost my mind. Um, this is a tough one. Like, I'm not sure. Like, and it was announced as a Josh Yarrow goal. This is one of the things that, like, I wish they did it like hockey, where it was like, just get rid of the own goal. Because, like, just give it to the guy who shot it. Or give it to the guy, guy who touched it. Give it to the guy who uh, put it on frame or at least close to frame. Uh, two balls says from the angle we recorded the goal behind the net. The ball was going into the direction of the goal. I think uh, Chiva showed me that. Um and like I said, it's it's really hard to kind of catch that angle from any of the replays that USL provided. So I'm assuming two balls and a mic is going to put that up on uh, their blog if they haven't already. I think they posted it. So if you want to see their angle, uh, go check out their vlog uh, and see their angle of that goal to make sure uh, to see if it's a Josh Yarrow goal or not. Um, I say just keep it, give it to them. Like, even if it is an own goal, let's give it to him. Like, the guy didn't purposefully put it into his own net. He wasn't trying to clear it and went in. Like, sure, call those own goals. But when it's like the guy puts the ball toward the net and it bounces off a guy and goes in, give the guy the goal. Like, what is it going to hurt? Second of all, own goals are are sad. Although, when you call them auto goals, it's fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That would be really sad to take it away from Josh, but. Right, right. 
Don't um, take it away. <laughs> Carson <laughs> says I didn't see it, but I vote we scored an own goal. Well, I mean. Good thing your vote doesn't count. Right? This is why I tell my students we live in a, a democratic dictatorship. You can all vote, but only mine counts. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know there was some conversation with the league about it. It's since it hasn't been changed yet. I know they changed a Corey Herzog goal earlier in the season. The fact that it hasn't been changed yet leads me to believe it might stand. I think it's one of those. It was announced. There's not enough evidence to change it. So let's just keep it. I mean, it's and if you're changing a goal from someone's goal to an own goal, like it's like, dude, like. Who pissed in your cornflakes, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why would you go there with that? Just leave it man's goal, man. There's no reason to take it away for any reason other than you hate someone. Unless, unless getting your cornflakes peed on is your thing, and then well, there's no judgment. Like, if that's if that's what you, I mean, if that's what you are, like, there's no keep shaming here. Like, we'll keep it. Like, that's I mean, that's you. It's not my. It's it's not what I like. But if that's what you like, you go ahead. You go ahead and eat those golden cornflakes. With that, um, with that 15 literally. ABV. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Marissa, um, so Coma subs on, what is his name? Uh, subs on Kiki McGee. I'm going to call him that because he's the guy who took out uh, Colin Martin very uh, violently. Samuel... <laughs> Uh, he was giving the back line a little trouble. Were we worried at all that Tacoma was going to get one late and and get a draw like Sacramento did? Or we like we were like, no, we're locked in, we're good. No, I, I was watching the match. I did not. If anything, I was like, we're going to get another one. Like that's that. I mean, maybe it's uh, confidence and how they've been playing the last couple matches and being at home. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, Think that was going to happen at all no nerves at all but carson has a really important question which we he's got a question carson's got a question yeah favorite cereals favorite on the cereal. panel i don't think there are any cereals on the panel I love, I, one i like that he calls us a panel like I that's like, like <laughs> i'll tell you does that too <laughs> um, i want to know his i want to know his like i want to know what he does for work but you know um, thank you. Uh, two balls and a mic. Go, uh, yeah. you can look at their vlog and look at the angle. If you don't want to, if you want to be mean and not let, watch their entire vlog, you can go to the nine minute 45 seconds. <laughs> Otherwise, just watch the whole thing, they're fun. Uh, so go check it out. Um, favorite cereal on the panel? Uh, I don't know, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch is always a good choice. You can go old school with like Honey Nut Cheerios, I used to rock that. Uh, but. But when I when I was trying to be healthy, it was all about kicks. Because I think we talked about this. Is, yeah. Uh, basic four. Basic four. Bro, why? Oh. So what is the Can basic, what is the basic four? Commenting. A, is it's that a like, cereal. Uh, oh, I thought it was just like uh, the four uh, the four things that white women order at Starbucks. Like there's the <laughs> yeah. The, uh, what is that? Spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. Um, you have the uh, what's the the mocha frappuccino and then right. like the Java chip frappuccino and then Christmas time it's the hot chocolate that is the basic four. He um, said basic four. I was thinking like what? Like that sounds like the four food groups minus bread. Yeah, it's probably like equivalent to Kashi. 
you know, he's, if you're gonna, no, he's doing that. I, it's like the the multicultural Chex Mix. Is that multi-grain what it is? cereal <laughs> with fruit and almonds or almonds if you're crazy? <laughs> one cup is 197 calories. See, this is why I go with Kicks because uh, Kicks is Please one don't. point. 1.25 cups, one and a quarter cups, and it's 110 calories. So you can eat more for no. less calories. Please tell That's me, you I'm guys, on. take your spoon, dunk the cereal in so it's wet, and then sprinkle sugar over the top or something. Because y'all are talking no. about buying regular cornflakes and making them taste good. Um, so I, I have do very... eat basic cereal. I have Cheerios and bran flakes right now. Cheerios? Really? Cheerios, really basic Cheerios. Are they even honey nut? No, regular, regular. What? I'm eating Frosted Flakes. They help. Mofos. They help with cholesterol. They help with Frosted cholesterol. Flakes. Frosted Flakes is a good shout too. I'm eating uh, Frosted Flakes. I don't have sugar in my in my. I can't okay. even pour okay. sugar on my cereal. Like I don't. I have well, like I buy it on the chocolate. So I have you... Google clusters in my in my pantry, but I don't have sugar. Like so you don't pour some sugar, sugar on me. So you got you know, no. sugar on. You don't even listen to that song. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, hot, hot, hot take here and controversial take. I don't usually eat cereal with milk. Like, what do you eat it with? I you just eat nothing, cereal. Nothing. I just eat cereal. You don't. You I, don't. I, I, I eat it. I eat it like it's. Uh, uh, it's true. Versus cereal selection is grandma in the nursing home. Uh, yeah. So like kicks. I just eat kicks by themselves. No milk. Because I don't want them to get soggy. I want to eat them like uh, like they're cornflakes or like uh, corn chips. That's why you my put, That's why you got to go below sea level. You got to get just just <laughs> enough milk in there so you can drink that below Fair. sea level. Fair. And I have my cereal with almond milk. So how basic am I? Nah, I'm at two percent. Ninety-two percent. Oof. That's... I wish, dude. Yeah. I wish. Man, you guys are killing me on that cereal take right there. Like. I'm on that frosted flakes, and if I get any more extravagant, <laughs> it's literally gonna be like something like like fruity pebbles where they all taste like the same flavor, right? If I uh, if I go crazy, I get crunch berries. Let's be honest, just the berries. So, so I, I'd like to qualify I, this real quick. Some cereals deserve milk, like frosted flakes deserves milk. Yes. Honey nut Cheerios every once in a while deserves some milk, but that kicks, deserves water. I don't want I don't want no like soggy kicks. Like kicks need to be like crunchy. How do you just sugary put, enough? Put some water in that junk, dude. Water. <laughs> kicks are like just sugary enough that if you pour milk, it like no. Anyway. Kicks. So those are those kicks are just sugar, pour chocolate sugar, milk directly into kicks. kicks. How about that? How about that? Uh, maybe you can. You're an adult. Okay. Like you you can pour whatever color, whatever flavored milk you want in your cereal as an adult. It's it true. That's true. true. Frosted <laughs> flakes and and a milk stout. Ooh, you could do beer. Um, beer and cereal. Yeah. Tight. Love it. Let's do it. Carson, would it would it make you feel better if I if I put a hat on? Is that would that be better? Usually, but so usually I wear a hat because it's like my hair is too long and I don't want to do anything with it. It just is all weird. But now, like since I just cut it, I can rock no hat. When I come oh. see you next month, yes, we're gonna pour beer in our cereal. I cannot okay. guarantee that, but I will have a hat for you. Um, all right, I will I guarantee you. For you. I will have a fair weather pot hat for you. The rare, the rare, rare fair weather pot 
Power we'll have some buttons for you, some rare buttons for you that you don't All right. Have. All right. Oh, also, on the, while we're on the food kick, before we move on to Oakland Roots, uh, I bought some plantain chips from Sprouts mm. that had yeah. hatched chili seasoning on it. And really? they are pretty darn good. You know what I was going to tell you? You could have did with those if it didn't have hatch green chili seasoning on them. Add hatch green chili seasoning? No. You could have put them in your cereal that's dry ass and had like some <laughs> sweet in your cereal. Dry ass cereal. Uh, dry ass cereal. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's move along. Some Oof. of that talk. Uh, oh, I can't wait to cut this clip. 3654. I mean, please call it dry, dry ass cereal. cereal. DAC or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's because I just want to be patient with my cereal eating. If I just eat cereal too slow, and uh, Caribbean jerk plantain chips, Carson, I will check those out. I love plantain chips, like, those are my favorite. Like, outside of Funyuns, like, Funyuns are number one, plantain chips are number two. Funyuns are boring. Can I just tell you why they're boring? I'm gonna tell you, anyways. The reason why (laughs) Funyuns are boring is because when you look at the bag, you can't even see the Funyuns. All you see is a picture of the Funyuns. I feel that, them. I, I see them in my weak. heart. They changed that. They used to be You see-through. can see the food. Yeah. Used now to, you see yeah. pictures of your food. It's retarded. Or right. it's dumb. Sorry. <laughs> kind of like dogs. Okay. I don't, I don't need to see pictures of my I food. Sponsored by the Shirtless Plantain Show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll eating, start a show called like that, too. Eating plantains, listening to the Shirtless Plantain Show. Uh Hmm. All right, uh, we are almost 40 minutes in, and we have two games to talk about. One game that's probably going to be pretty entertaining, and one game against the Las Vegas Lights. Um, they want to talk more about food. They do. <laughs> well, Carson we does. can just give our score predictions and then go. <laughs> you already know Marissa's score prediction. <laughs> Two to one. Uh, well, I only talked about Oakland. I only thought about Oakland because one game at a time, but let's go. It will, I mean, the way that Las Vegas is playing, it will be one game. Um, the other game will be. Oh, you hear that, Carson? <laughs> I mean, so Oakland uh, <laughs> beats Las Vegas, draws San Diego, beats Tacoma, which was a shocker, and then loses to Los Dos. Great um, at all that this is going to be another low scoring 0 0. Um, go on the road and get a point on a crazy field that apparently is still not quite nailed down and has seams all over the place, Chris? Yeah, I think it's going to be like certainly a uh, an inconsistent variant, you know. But I do still think that Oakland's going to get that win, though. You think Oakland, Oakland gets... Against us? Think... That's what that was, right? Yeah. Nah, man, I can't, I can't, I can't co-sign on that. You're trying to trick me, Alan. Um... <laughs> You know though, Oakland is <laughs> Oakland is is looking good, but I think San Diego still still has the edge on them, man. I'm like I'm not too worried about that one. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel good. Do you want my prediction on this? Is that what we're doing? I mean, if you want to, I mean, you are right. free to do whatever you want. Okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'll go three one on that one. Whoa. All right, that's. All right. I don't, I don't. I don't got shot callers like Marissa does, though. Um, yeah. So San Diego, uh, I believe, 
has never let a goal in from Oakland. Marissa, is this the game that Oakland finally breaks through and scores a goal against San Diego? Yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) My thoughts, um, they will have a little bit of a challenge. Uh, Loyal will, because Oakland's kind of on a tear right now, and they have something more to play for. Um, and there's always been a little bit of chippiness, I think. Be like the last root was it the last roots game or the one before the one that I was at, where the guy kicked the side of the 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 what do you call it when they the advertisement like when he was leaving the leaving the pitch like he yeah. kicked it and it was like mad and it was I think it was a zero zero. So it was like, okay, why are you mad at a zero zero? Like at least you got a point, you didn't lose. Um, so, um, but since it's not t- turf, like their home pitch, um, I think that it'll be a little bit more evened out, um, especially with Loyal playing really well lately and meshing. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking one one for my prediction. All right. Different than it would normally go. So I'm curious to know, like, Wallfall did not play in the game against against Los Dos, and maybe they were rotating to get Wallfall in against um, San Diego. That dude only scores bangers. Like, watch, like, Wallfall highlights for Oakland, and the dude just, like, only scores. Like, he's, like, their Jack Blake where he just, like, scores these crazy goals from outside of the box. Uh, but did not play against Los Dos. Uh, Brian Brown was pretty average against them. Um, you know, we recognize guys like Emma Clementa, obviously, uh, from the last game we played against them. Uh, I-, I thought San Diego played enough, uh, good enough to get a win the first time. I think they kind of figure some stuff out. Um, and I, I think that they go in there. Uh, according to SofaScore, they have a winning expected chance to win a 42%, but the team actually wins 71% of matches with these odds. So odds makers are saying we have a 7 in 10 chance of winning. Um, I, I think uh, oof. I think San Diego goes heavy against Oakland and rotates against Las Vegas, and I think that we... Um, we do some damage. We know how Oakland. Um, actually, we are not playing on the uh, Blues Clues field because it's a midweek match. Oh, we'll really? Playing, yeah, we'll be playing on real grass. So I think that gives San Diego a little bit more of an advantage. Mm. Um, I think they only play on weekends. Uh, they only get the Blues Clues field on the weekends. Um, and I believe the, that is a the, the grass fruit, is a what's that? The fruit stripe field. Yes, the. Yeah, it's like I don't necessarily hate it because when you see it, you're like, that's Oakland. It's like when you saw a USL match, you would turn it on and it's like a football field. And you're like, oh, that's Indy 11 playing at Lucas Oil, although not anymore. Um, but I do think um, this being on a regular surface as opposed to the silly, silly surface, uh, the clown show, I think San Diego uh, uses that to their advantage. Um, and I'm going to say a 1-0 victory i think we continue that shutout streak against oakland uh and get our third clean sheet in a row because i want to get my car washed tomorrow 
and then I want to get my car washed again later in the week. Every time I see their fields, I can't help but think about the movie Big. Where he plays on the piano? Yeah. Ding, ding. Plays a little... Uh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, plays a little... Plays <laughs> chopsticks, heart and soul. Yeah. Beautiful things. <laughs> All right. Um, so those are our score predictions. If you have score predictions against Oakland, you can drop them in the comments. Uh, or you can tell us your favorite cereal and milk combo or favorite cereal and liquid combo. Cereal uh, and beer combo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, they travel from Oakland. I'm sure they come back, but then they go back to Las Vegas uh, to find la- last time Las Vegas got any points in a match was August 7th to find their last win was back on July 27th. Uh, so they have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in a row. Some of them not pretty, right? The 5-1 defeat against San Diego the last time, 3-1 against Oakland, uh, 3-2 against L.A., uh, 3-1 against Sacramento, 3-0 against Orange County, 4-1 against Phoenix. Uh, So things have not been going. I think their bright spot is for sure their goalkeeper. Um Rando, who has been keeping them in matches, if you can say keeping them in matches, I think we've seen him play out of his mind. Uh, and still, uh, Las Vegas is uh, not doing well. Uh, are we worried about overlooking Las Vegas um, and looking past them and maybe heavy rotation and we end up getting caught by Vegas. Marissa, are we worried about overlooking them at all? Mm. Maybe a little bit. I'm not worried. Um, I think that they might be looking ahead, um, but I think it'll be based on how they play Roots and how that match turns out. Um, I know it's another match, and they're supposed to think about a different opponent and the end goal and all that, blah, 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 blah. But I think that can be really – that can weigh heavily on them, especially if they're traveling. So I'm not worried because I feel like they're on a little bit of a a high in general. Um, But we'll see tomorrow, I guess. Now, Chris, Las Vegas is 3-2-7 and seven at home with 16 goals for 21 goals against, which is downright delightful compared to their away record, uh, which is 2-0-11, 15 goals scored, 39 goals allowed. Um, do we see a slightly better Vegas than we saw a couple weeks ago when we saw them in San Diego? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that that San Diego will play a great match in this, but um, you know, I'm, I'm just not sure if the uh, if the house wins or not. You know, because I mean, Carson's going to go to the match. You know, I mean, he'll be there, so he might he might kind of play a part in the scoreline somehow. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm going to go one one draw on this, unfortunately. Yeah, it's interesting. San Diego's road record is right now the 22nd best in the USL. Uh, three, three, and five. 
although four of those were from the beginning of the season since since those four losses uh it's three three and one which is actually pretty respectable uh but kind of 14 goals for 17 goals against uh on the road uh the last five row games win loss win win draw with that loss being against tacoma shocking um Ooh. right uh, Marissa, is this an opportunity to uh, build on the success at Oakland that you said would happen uh, and get two rare road wins in a row? Is that in the cards for San Diego? Oh, yeah, I definitely think it's possible. Um, but like I said, with it, with Oakland being next and then a match quickly after that, I think it does factor in uh, regardless of, you know, everyone saying that they don't. They're two separate matches, so. It'd be nice. Brew is very mad that I have not asked you your score prediction yet. <laughs> oh, for um, Vegas. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say three-one, loyal. All right. All for some right. reason, I'm I'm feeling good, but uh, we'll see how they play against Oakland. So maybe I'll change uh, that. I th- I I think they probably rotate for Vegas. They go heavy in Oakland and try to get a W there. I think for Vegas, I think they rotate. Uh, but I still think a rotated San Diego side is a little bit better than Las Vegas is putting out right now. Uh, but I do think uh, Las Vegas can find some success. Um, they did score against Phoenix. Um, they did score against Sacramento. Uh Carson says, don't call me Marissa, but 2-1 San Diego. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that needs boy. to be on a shirt. That needs to be I, on a shirt. I, that's my boy right there. I'm going to have to, um, I think I legally now have to agree that um, that with Carson as the uh, editor-in-chief of BGN, I think uh, I have to agree with him now. Uh, either that, that or I get fired or fined uh, 10% of my salary. Uh, so I, I, I think um, I think San Diego sneaks out a 2-1 victory here as well. Um, I think uh, maybe one of those, uh, they score a goal, give up a goal, and then get one toward the end. Uh, maybe uh, you, you sub in some of your, your starters to get, get you over that line for the victory because um, we're getting down here toward the nitty-gritty, and every point is going to count, uh, especially when you're up against uh, Los Dos next week. Um, or the week after. Um, and, you know, you want to make sure you're going in strong to the last six matches. You have eight left. So every three points is super duper important. Uh, we saw how that looked against Tacoma now, right? We have that tiebreaker doesn't matter anymore right now uh, against Tacoma because you have a seven point gap with only two games in hand. Uh, so I think if we can uh, beat Oakland, for sure we should beat Vegas. Um, and, and get to 13 wins. I think that's going to be really big uh, for San Diego. I'm thinking 2-1. Um, all right, that's uh, those are our previews. I uh, just kind of w- want to wrap up with the Pacific Division a little bit. Um, if you did not see the Phoenix-Orange County match from last week, it is freaking nuts. Uh, first half has literally everything. I feel like uh, I, I think I posted a picture of Stefan talking about this match where – it has both goals of the first uh, the first two goals, one for Orange County, one for Phoenix, are both amazing goals. Uh, you have a disallowed goal. You have a double yellow or a you know a yellow card and then another yellow card for a red card against Phoenix. Uh, and then Phoenix, like they do, 
comes back in Orange County, uh, like we've seen a few times, uh, they drop points uh, up a man. Uh, so that was a crazy game. If you want to go back and watch that, that's a super fun game. Uh, Wednesday, Tacoma versus Sacramento. Uh, pretty important one for playoff picture. Saturday, OC at home versus Oakland, which, again, we talked about why that might be important to playoffs. Tacoma versus uh, at home to Phoenix. Again, yeah, Phoenix can can beat Tacoma at home. It will only be Tacoma's second home uh, loss. And against that, the same team. Against the same team. And I think that kind of puts Tacoma clearly in that fourth place, battling for that fourth place. Uh, and then on Sunday, Sacramento versus Los Dos. Uh, and this is game's going to be important for one of those two teams to stay uh, connected uh, enough to that fourth place game. Uh, any of those games uh, seem like they are important or you are interested in, uh, Marissa? No, no. Chris? <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's fine. Chris? Uh, let me think. <laughs> I would have to say uh, the, you know, I just like to watch the Phoenix matches, man, because I just am waiting to see like someone else like beat up on them too. Um, but they really do play good ball. So, you know, when it comes to high level uh, of football, I'd, I'd be probably trying to watch those Phoenix ones. Yeah, it, it, it tracks it, the it, robot here. It, it, even if it's just. <laughs> They're probably one of the best teams in the league right now, and you want to see how they how they play, and you want to glean as much information as you possibly can from them. Um, just keep signing players because they want yep, to win. Yep, they are good for a reason. Um, so yeah, um, I didn't even look at any of the other uh, games from around the league, but those are the big ones for the Pacific. Uh, yes, I am definitely checking out. Um, uh, I'll probably end up watching um, the OC Oakland match and the Tacoma Phoenix match at some point. Um, I'll keep an eye on that Sacramento LA game on that Sunday. Um, it'll be like on my computer, probably muted with something else going on. All right. Uh, last thoughts, Marissa, what are your final thoughts? Any last thoughts? Um, you better call her think... Marissa. Yeah, don't call me Marissa. Um, I think there was a, you know, I think there's a, a comfort level now that I have watching the club that they're not scoring a bunch of goals. You know, when you watch like the beginning of the season and you see like Phoenix going crazy with their goals and stuff like that. Like it's something you kind of have FOMO. Like for me, I want more, more of those, but I think I've shifted in the past couple matches where I realize and recognize the gameplay that they're doing. And um, it's just a little bit more comforting to like finally see, I mean, I know we're towards the second half of the second season, but I think, you know, you, you kind of see where, where they're going um, and it's more clear. So uh, I'm excited to tune in to tomorrow's match. Um, and then obviously on the weekend, uh, I hope to catch it live. So we'll see. Thanks. That's my thoughts. Chris, any final thoughts for you? Ooh. My final thoughts are always shop for the good deals 
I got got two packs of <laughs> I got two packs two packs of four black shirts shipping to me from Walmart. It's a great deal. <laughs> Always save your gift cards, kids. Don't spend those right away after Christmas because that's how long. Oh, and the other afterthought is I'm buying FIFA 22 with the other gift card that I've had for almost a year now. Nice. From Best Buy. There and you I go. will be and I will be sucking pretty hard at FIFA. I was about to say, um <laughs> all right. what? Yeah, yeah, I was like, why would I walk myself into that? No, I totally no Yeah, you yeah. Um I just want to also say uh, you've been getting a lot of love on the internet. Uh, I read an article about your uh, your journey with your fundraiser. I know we talked about that a lot. Uh, so um, congratulations on the love that you're getting. And we can't wait to hype up all of the work that you're going to do with all of those funds that you raised. Um, and if you are a listener of the podcast and you help Chris get over the the hump, uh, you know, on behalf of Fairweather, we want to thank you for uh, for helping Chris being, uh, be successful. So, yeah, thank you guys. Totally, man. And you'll, y'all love your, uh, you'll love your print working on the nineties rollout right now. All right. All right. Nice. Can't wait to rock it. I was like, I want to donate it, but I also want the shirt. So I'm going to take that shirt. <laughs> I'm going to take that shirt. Oh, I think I should tell you, Chris. Yeah. You can donate my shirt too. Um, I don't, I don't need extra stuff in my, you just gotta send those fundage. I did Ooh, right bam, after bam, you told bam, me bam. to. Oh, on Venmo. Better check uh-huh. your receipts. Oh, check the receipts. Shoot. Check shoot. those receipts. There you go. Uh, you heard it here. Um, Marissa, Where can we find you, Alan? Oh, Online. you can find you can find me on the interwebs at a underwood forty eight on the Twitter machines. Uh, Marissa, where can we find you? You can find me at hashtag Marissa on Twitter and Instagram. And I actually thought about potentially changing my Twitter and my Instagram name today. And I was like, nope, I'm on all these podcasts with this name. Can't do it. What would you, I don't know. What would you have changed it to? Um, I'm like, just cause I'm trying to use it for my business more. So I just want to get rid of my other business account because i have two Ma- so mash tag harissa or could it have been like what else rhymes with her name Tons, hashtag right? mash tag <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe barista marisa that could have been something like that that'd be funny but and where can we find you online in chris uh you could find me under by Chris Walker, but I I was really thinking about changing mine to uh, to Roy Kent the second or something like that. But you know, yes, only if you're here and there and every fucking and way. every fucking where, yeah. Roy Kent, Roy so Kent, good. so good. Well, All right. on that note, uh, enjoy your cereal, and um, you can follow, follow us. us. Under, yeah, underscore pod. Fairpod, fair underscore pod. <laughs> like and subscribe to us on YouTube.com. Yeah, watch Ted Lasso. That if you haven't that watched will... Ted Lasso, you're late because I'm watching it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Go loyal. Peace.
This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on bgn.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. 